This is Winning with Wellness, a podcast about inspiring the wellness warrior in you. If you are feeling lost or alone in your wellness journey, or are looking for new ideas and inspiration, you are in the right place. A place you can learn about all things wellness in business, life, and living. Your host, Jenny Rice, will be bringing you inspiring stories and practical tools to improve your overall wellness, personally and professionally. Imagine what living a life of wellness would be like. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome everyone to another episode of Winning with Wellness. We are honored and thrilled that you've chosen to take the time to inspire your wellness journey by sharing some of that moment with us. I'm really excited today to have Andrea Lee Austin with me. She is all things amazing when it comes to sacred economics. And many of you maybe haven't even heard that word. So we're going to dig into that today. Andrea, thank you so much for being here. Mm, Thanks for inviting me, love. Glad it worked out. I am so thrilled it worked out. So you guys, I want to share about Andrea just so you have some download on on her background and who she is. So she is the co-founder of My Conscious Wellness and Love Evolution, explores in the consciousness and alternative wellness space. The focus of her organization is on the expansion of conscious awareness through love. Andrea has a bachelor's degree in commerce and economics from the University of Toronto. She is a former CPA and is the and is in the process of her, in completing her PhD in conscious business ethics and from the University of Sedona. Andrea's journey is currently exploring the impact of bringing love back into business. Uh, it's been wonderful listening to you talk. I can't wait to dig into this with you today. What that means and why that matters to the world. And honestly, Andrea, I love this topic because <clears throat> finance can be so uncomfortable <laughs> and have yes. like such a massive impact on our wellness. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> and make us downright bitchy. <laughs> right? It's like, yeah. So yeah. what I would love, if we think of finance, and I'm going to ask this question. So if we think of it in a finance bubble, what does wellness mean to you when it comes to that financial piece? Hmm. That's a bit of a loaded question. Let's see what I can do. So when I look at, let's call it uh, finances Mm -hmm. and the feelings, thoughts, emotions, and energetics even around finance, it's probably one of the most, I can't even get this word out, contagious. That's not contagious. Contagious. That's not even the word I can come up with today. Strangest topics. Let's go simpler that makes us for the most part uncomfortable Mm -hmm. Uh, money economics and finance have been energetically and emotionally and all that stuff really bastardized in our society and they're often very fear-based and so i can see right and why there's such a disconnect with not wanting to deal with finances and deal with money and deal with that part of society, especially for those that are energetically sensitive or aware or heart-centered or all those things, right? Because we think like, how can we possibly, you know, deal with all that stuff? It's all so yucky. And yet, you know, in hindsight, (laughs) I didn't always see it this way. I think when we start to become more complete, 
within ourselves, uh, more empowered within ourselves, all those other things that bring us more into alignment with ourselves and our soul, then even the financial realm starts to get a little easier. And I've seen this with individuals, right? I mean, it's part of the reason I became a chartered accountant was because I wanted to take on a topic, taxation, that nobody wanted to talk, like even the accountants avoid taxation, okay? Agreed. So you can go through to become a chartered accountant and there's this school of all these quote, and I use a quote, highly intelligent people, right? Who can take on accounting, but even avoid the topic of taxation. And so they become accountants and then they try to ignore that part of the world. It's like denying that we're existing. And so I've really questioned, ultimately when I talk about sacred economies, what we're talking about is building completeness and wholeness within ourselves, which is how it ties into wellness, right? Wellness is a much more holistic perspective, right? Well beyond this physical reality, right? We're dealing with, as you know, emotions, we're dealing with relationships, we're dealing with completeness, right? And when we start to heal from that holistic perspective, we create an abundance from the inside out, which is where I believe sacred economies come in. We're building this sort of completeness, right? This sacredness within ourselves from the inside out. I love that you tap into also talking about like, you know, as we become more connected and centered that these conversations can come forward into our lives and we can work with them and heal from them. I was sharing this story the other day, how things that hurt me when I was younger, now that I'm an adult, I have a whole toolbox to work through those things. So I love that we're talking about finance and sacred economy because the old story we had or old experiences, maybe we need to dust that off a little bit and reshine it up and come up with a new plan. So for those that have never heard the term sacred economics, <laughs> can you layman that out for us? <laughs> yep, I can. As I think I can now. As, right, as concisely as possible. <laughs> I, I think the largest quote that ever stood out for me to help bring the whole thing into balance I'll try it a couple of ways. One is to build a sacred economy from within. Mm-hmm. So when we often project that we need to fix the external structures outside of ourselves in order to fix the world, save the world, you know, all those crazy things. Um, they're not so crazy, but I'm, you know, I'm playing it out to make my point. And what the deepest understanding is, is sacred economies for me, first and foremost, means to build um, a solid foundation from within. And the subset to that would be to learn to balance, and I don't mean mental balance, allow the ebbs and flows of giving and receiving come into nature. That's where the true sacredness lies. And so I see this um, in many scenarios. I use the teacup as an example because I I loved Beauty and the Beast and we'll use Chip as the cup, right? (laughs) Like you just got to have some fun with that little one. And he was just so adorable. So imagine that little teacup 
running around and he's giving, giving, giving all his tea away until there's nothing left to replenish itself. And this is what I see predominantly in most um, people is we, we've been so strongly taught, and this is an example to give till there's nothing left, and so entrenched in not trusting that when the answer to help us replenish the cup is right in front of us, we miss it. Because one, we're often we're very empty and there's just nothing left. And two, we just don't think we're worthy and we're not willing to see. And the universal laws of, of, of um, metaphysics and principles says that the two must be in balance. And so if you want to continue running around trying to fix the world and make everything else from a place of emptiness or scarcity or fear, go for it. Like that, there, there's no judgment here, but the principles to me of sacred economies is to create our lives and then our organizations from a place of wholeness, completeness, and then letting the abundance flow over. And to me, this is where some of our systemic most uh, structural changes need to happen first within ourselves and then our own organizations, because it's like building a false house. Every time fear comes along and trust me, there's enough of that shit in the world that it's like the big bad wolf who blows right. And the house falls over because the foundation of our core existence is out of balance. And so that's really using those examples. What I mean by building sacred economies from within. And you talk about, you know, you, you refer to, you know, past experience or, or when we think of people, especially right now that are listening, that are trying to work to a new way of being. Mm -hmm. So for example, I used to be, get very uncomfortable when it came time to paying bills, right? Yep. I was always, is there enough? Can I cover the bills? Like, oh my gosh, did I, you know, did I am, am meet what needed to be met? And I've, of course, reframe that and working through different processes and thoughts. Now I'm always like, when I, when I pay a bill, I'm like, there's more where that came from. Thank you for, and anytime money comes in, I'm like, thank you. I can't wait to share this with my family and those that, you know, and spread it outwards because of course it's a cycle. Money comes in, money goes out. Correct. We've got people listening right now that I'm sure live in a financial state of trauma in some form. Do you have yep. any suggestions about awakening that sacred economy within? Yeah, um, yeah, that's a great question. Somebody said that to me the other day as I was talking, they were like, wow, that's easier said than done. And I'm like, I hear you, but I don't know if that's truth. So I'll give you an example. And maybe this will help answer this question. I met a woman uh, in the last few weeks who literally went down to nothing. Absolutely not. And was finally very clear one day from a place of desperation. I get it. Sometimes we got to be taken to the wall and back before we ask. She said to the universe, God, however you want to frame that or just wrote it down. I need a place for my own sanity that brings me back to nature and just gives me space to breathe. And the next day, as she drove down the road, a man offered her a piece of land uh, with a trailer 
fully equipped that she could off grid that she could live on for six months a year. Wow. And I think often we make choices that stop us from universal abundance. This isn't egoic abundance that I'm talking about, right? It's one thing to have the ego demand a million dollar home. I remember somebody saying that to me, almost peed my pants. Only because that may not be the soul's journey. Mm -hmm. But when you go underneath it, I truly believe humanity wasn't meant to suffer. Now, those that are listening that are suffering might want to flick me the bird right now. And I totally get it. Trust me. But we weren't meant to. And so I think if you identify with being a human first, there's lots of suffering in this world and we will continue to attract it. But if we're truly willing to let go of control, ask for what we need and allow it to show up in ways we cannot comprehend, we will always be provided for It's just that it may not be the way we think it Mm. should be. And so because we've defined success in this world in a certain way, when it doesn't show up in that way, we often miss the gift that is standing right in front of us. And when we're not willing to receive, it makes the problem even worse. And so if I can suggest anything, is tell your ego to shut up, right? <laughs> there is a little bit of that, myself included. Okay, oh, yeah. I had Amen, an episode sister. yesterday <laughs> in the background, right? And really go inside, check in to see if you've already got abundance. That's the other thing. Because mm-hmm. I've, I've challenged people on this. And when they really looked at their lives, they're like, oh, shit. I'm already abundant. They just, we, sometimes it's, we're surrounded by it and we can't even see it. And so it's really just checking in. Am I already abundant? Do I have the food, water, housing, whatever that is, right? Just something very basic that I'm not even accepting and seeing. And then the second is what do I need in my life that I'm truly lacking? And then beginning to actually I'm going to say work towards it because that's not quite right, but to open up to it and allow it to come in. And I've seen that in myself. So I know that's truth. Whether you have money or not, that story doesn't change. People can have a million dollars and still feel like they're living in absolute poverty from a mental perspective. And you can have none and feel abundant. That is not the issue. It is the dichotomy at play within the mentally egoic mind between the soul and the human that's causing this to not believe that we're abundant in, in where we are already. The fascination around uh, an individual, I was the same way. I believe success. I still do am. <laughs> right? It's like my success is related to how much is in my bank account. You know, thankfully, I've never been a materialist for showing success, but it was always like, do I have money in the bank account? Is it, you know, how much is my paycheck? What is, you know, da, 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 da. And what's so fascinating. And you and I were sharing about, you know, our lives journey and where we're at in stage in our life at this stage in my life, 
I've taken the time and I, I encourage anyone listening, redefine what success means to you. And you shared it so beautifully, abundance. You can be as abundant and fulfilled and have what would be perceived by others as nothing. Correct. And have what per- everybody perceives as everything and be miserable. So what does success mean for you? Because then to your ass becomes clear. Like you shared about that story about your, the, the woman you just shared about who went to ground zero and just needed a place to live. And her ask was very genuine. And that's what, that was success. I mean, that's what success looks like to have a warm, a warm place to sleep and a dry place to sleep. Fascinating. Absolutely. There is something I'd add to that. Yeah, please do. So having, having been monet, so you said you haven't been materialistic. Well, I have. So let's put that on the table, right? What I've come to a deeper awareness. So let's take this woman and myself as an example. Okay. So I get it. The universe provided she had a place just to rest her head, to rest and relax. That's fantastic. But the truth is she's still not happy. (laughs) Interesting. Do tell her. Well, because we can ask for, from egoic perspective, what we think is going to make us happy, but we don't really know. And so I heard this definition recently that really stood out for me is true happiness, abundance, however you want to frame that wellness, right? We can bring them all into the same category, complete, I would call it within ourselves, comes from an alignment between the soul's essence or expression or journey in this human form, doing what we at our heart and our soul are really wanting to do, be, and express rather than the limited human thinking mind. And so this is a much deeper concept, I realized, but it made so much sense to me because like, okay, using this woman as an example, and then I'll use myself too. I'll bring another example in. She's in this trailer. Life is better. I'm not, she needed space to breathe. I am so not knocking that, but I can see that she's still not happy. And so I don't know her journey and I'm not saying it's about this, but I've been questioning in myself and watching others is when we get a a chance to truly express, create, it could be travel and whatever that is, because it's going to be different. And some people are going to be millionaires. Okay. Which is that's which is that's their soul's expression and what they want to do in this world. Right. And for some of us, it's simpler, but finding that completeness and wholeness within us um, is the journey to complete expression of, and the term that was given, I wrote it down, soul prosperity, Mm. very different essence. And so some of the misalignments I'm seeing currently within the manifestation reality and manifest is it's very money focused. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's very human, not knocking it. I need to achieve certain things to be whatever I want to be. And it's missing this soul element, this inner knowing inner reflection journey that wants to express itself. And so that's where this term soul prosperity, when we talk about wellness, abundance, sacred economies, all this thing I really feel is wanting to come out within each of us. 
You know, the thing that's so wonderful that you touched on too is if you are, if you're listening and you're motivated by money and it's serving you in a positive way, you go, you go. Like everybody's going to have their own journey and finding out what that is for you and not denying it, I think as well. Like if you like shoes and that's what you're, you're working to buy shoes, you go buy the shoes. Like, (laughs) Oh, crazy sister. Right. Especially if they're red. Right. If, if you like fishing and you want the top of the line fishing boat, like whatever that is for you, right. What is your, what is your, um, and again, for someone like myself, my, my journey has evolved to me. Success now means that I can travel with family that I have the resources and the time to jump and go do things with my family. That for me is a definition of my wealth. If that makes sense. Where before it was very much like it was defined differently. And I think it was a very powerful moment for me. And I, again, I am such in the infancy stage in all of this, but it was such a powerful moment for me when I realized that I don't need a lot. Does that, right. does that, do you know what I mean? Like, oh God. Yeah. And I don't know if it's cause I'm at what you would call in the halfway of my life, right. Being at that 51 mark. Could be. But I realized like, it's not, I don't need a lot. I just, I can yep. thrive with less and enjoy versus striving constantly. Does that make sense? Don't get me wrong. Oh, I mean, like people listen. No, no. Money is not a bad thing. No. <laughs> it's just different perspective. Well, I think a couple of things that stood out for me, abundance um, is somebody gave me a definition as 92 aspects. And so when we're focusing on just money, we're missing the other 91 right and so we we forget and so we're distracted by focusing on the one thing right and your simplicity makes sense to me because i created the life of material perceived material wealth right um just hold on one second and so what i noticed was I was not looking to feel complete in myself or I was trying to. And the same token was I put all these things around me to fill the hole inside of myself. And what happens in hindsight is all those extraneous things get really heavy, Mm -hmm. right? It created more demand. It created more energy drain. And so I love what you said is when we find that simplicity whatever form that is for each of us, right? Then what we're doing is finding the balance that's right for us. So we have the energy to do and create and be the life we wish to create. And that's going to look different for everyone and everything. Oh my gosh. Right. So when you think about your personal journey, and I love that you touched on, you know, where you were to where you are now, what was the catalyst? Like what, was there a moment? Was was there an awakening? Like what guided you to change your belief system around finance and money? Well, that's easy. Um, because I had an out-of-body experience in my 40s. Mm-hmm. And the ideal location, the perfect vacation in the Turks and Caicos. 
and I was in this gorgeous area with all these open windows overlooking the ocean. I had my children. I had a very beautiful husband and I was one, I was fucking miserable. Uh, two, I was exhausted. So some of us have to be taken to the wall before we pay attention. And I hovered above my body and I yelled, are you happy? And that question, that very poignant question that had been coming up for a while, finally hit me square between the eyes. Mm. And when I was finally willing to examine the aspects of life that were no longer making me happy and willing to let them go, what happened was um, an unfolding. Mm -hmm. So I would argue that an awakening might just simply be letting go of the false reality that each of us is living that's not in alignment with our soul and then allowing the new realities you come in that's in alignment with you. And that's going to be different for everyone. I appreciate you sharing that because that, that journey is not an easy journey. And it's a fear. It can be, you know, people stay because it's sometimes easier to stay. Oh yeah. Then step out. Right. And, oh, I could have. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So, oh yeah. I appreciate you sharing that because anybody listening, there is, there is a possibility on the other side. If, if you're, you know, if you, if you're hit with that, like universal two by four, that's like, you're not living your best life. You've got, I would argue. And I can say this from my own perspective. The reason generally we're not physically well is because we're not listening period. I, I can't describe it. I know it. There's lots of other complexities, but at the core of the level, if we are willing to surrender, let go, love, and listen, a life will come together. So when you think about, because I can't believe our time's coming to an end here together mm-hmm. soon. When you think about where you are now and the wisdom you've developed, and you think about a younger version of you, mm-hmm. what would you share with that with that younger version. Oh, that's easy. Trust your good instinct, make your decisions from your heart and stop living from your head and fear. Mm. So when, when we think about, is there anything I want to turn the tables? Is there anything you want to make sure that those are listening right now leave with that? I haven't asked you or we haven't expressed yet. The only thing that comes to, to mind is, is the reminder to build our economies, mm-hmm. our structures from within. I love that. And I uh, want to make sure that everybody knows how to find you. We're going to make sure that's in the show notes. But you have a, an offer, an invitation to explore what uh, sacred economics means can yep. you can you share you know what that means for somebody because it's such a generous offering so i don't remember what i shared with you but that's okay basically uh, what you shared was there's they can yep. contact you to connect yep. to talk yep. about their sacred economic economies i think i think what's happened and just two ways to express it and i'll share this for the listeners is i've created um, a platform to just have these discussions, um, kind of like a social media, but it's outside the social media world where people can just tune in to some of the thoughts and thinkings and reflect. The others I have created, um, interestingly, 12-week journeys where people can journey together as a group. I'm not much of a one-on-one girl. Um, with like minds to dig deeper 
and to strengthen our capacity to build our sacred economies from within. Mm, I love that. And what we'll do is we'll be making sure that everybody has your contact information in the show notes. And also everybody that's listening, Andrea is an incredible and vital part of your holistic earth. She's an amazing member. All you need to do is search in the directory and you can find her there. And I don't know that your event is up yet, your 12 week event on the events calendar, but. Oh, what a great idea. Best be putting it in there, love. (laughs) Let's get that in there. And if it doesn't in there, by the time you're curious to reach out, you can connect via the contact information in, in the show notes or as well on the directory. Honestly, Andrea, I can't thank you enough for sharing your, your journey around sacred economics, your, your passion, and obviously where you, you know, just helping people see that there might be a different way. You're welcome. I love it's an honor to connect. Appreciate it. And for all you listeners, thanks for tuning in today. If something was sparked, we invite you to dig in and get curious about it. It doesn't have to be a flashlight decision where you turn on and turn it off. You can roll into it and flow with it and see where it takes you. And don't hesitate to reach out to Andrea. She can support you along the way. Thank you so much for listening. Always, always, always. Never be afraid to try something new. You never know where the journey will take you. Again, Andrea, thank you for being on the show. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Winning with Wellness. If something you heard today sparked your interest or fired up your curiosity, please head over to Apple Podcasts now. Hit subscribe and leave us a review. Your review helps us ignite the wellness warriors in others. Your community is waiting for you. Don't forget to activate your free wellness membership to your holistic earth. You'll find the link in the show notes. It is never too late to redefine your wellness and you don't have to do it alone. One small action can lead to life-changing results. I know because it did for me. And from my heart to yours, thank you for sharing your most valuable asset with me, you.